Chastity, Skylark, Lancaster's perfectly round, feisty face was beautiful under her fiery red long ponytails as she stood in the center of the rounder's pitch, her blue eyes ready to plug any runner if he tried to make his way around the base to home. Behind the smudge marks and potato sack baggy pants and shirt she wore, a fine-looking young woman waited to be married to a hard-working farm man in Idaho. Standing far off to the side of the rounders game, Miss Judda Eberhardt, a woman of fine upbringing herself, some said from the Hohenstaufen noble German family, members of which were rulers of the Holy Roman Empire and kings of Germany and Sicily, watched Chastity playing with the Ohio Boys Orphanage Home while all the timid girls from the Ohio Girls Orphanage Home watched. Chastity knew eventually she'd be transported by stage or train from the crowded East Ohio Girls Orphanage to somewhere out West. Eighteen-year-old Chastity looked forward to the adventure. The teachers taught all they could, cooking, although Chastity never excelled in that. They taught her how to sew, and modest success occurred on an occasion, especially if at making britches for traveling or exploring the land, and they taught her about being a wife, even if much remained a mystery after the ladies completed their lesson as when they began. Apparently, the orphanage achieved greater progress teaching Chastity how to read and think critically, thereby forming in Chastity the intellect to listen to the wiles of public opinion in the newspapers and penny presses and make solid decisions. They taught her about being careful and taking for granted the opportunities the good Lord laid before you and reading the Bible every night so she didn't end up like Oliver Twist running around with a gang of wicked boys and girls just trying to survive. Chastity kept one phrase above all other phrases to her heart, 10.17-10.19 through 10, 19 from the fifth book of Moses, called Deuteronomy. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons nor taketh reward. He doth execute the judgment of the fatherless and widow, and loveth the stranger in giving him food and raiment. Love ye therefore the stranger, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Chastity considered herself that stranger, and needed to know her God regardeth not persons known and established, for as an orphan she held none of the accoutrements of success. For her part, Miss Judda Eberhardt often tried to settle her down to a realistic notion of what life out west might be like. The lack of newspapers, less people, and children her age especially. Distance between the homes would be nothing like here in Cincinnati, Ohio. You'll have to make use of your own spare time by reading your favorite books. A ragged tag quartet of 1828 copies of Alexander Dumas's The Three Musketeers, American Dictionary of the English Language by Noah Webster, an 1838 copy of Oliver Twist, and of course that stable reading material full of fascinating stories called the Bible. The quartet remained the only thing left by her parents who died suddenly in an epidemic in 1800. I can't think of a finer specimen to make it in rough Idaho country, Miss Eberhardt, said Elizabeth Piper, from the Idaho Committee for Family and Community Relations. She'll make a fine mother to her children. Chastity threw a hard pitch that glanced off the batter's bat, right back at Chastity. Suddenly the ball dropped and rolled fast, almost between her legs. She scooped up the ball and carefully aimed as Barney Caskins ran for home and she plugged him in the side. Ouch! Gotcha! You're out! Chastity yelled. We won, said the boys as they all rushed to the pitch mound and raised Chastity on their shoulders. 
Thank goodness Idaho's population won't hinder her marriage prospects. That's all she needs is a crowd to encourage her adventuresome spirit. Later on that day, Chastity received word to come to Miss Jetta Eberhardt's office. The German woman ruled with logic and compassion, but prided herself on discerning character. Miss Elizabeth Piper sat off to the side, waiting as Chastity came in. Chastity wore a simple white dress with a laced collar and her red hair loose as befitting evening events of supper time and bedtime. I know what you're going to say, Miss Eberhardt. I'm grown now. Time for me to grab my destiny by the horn and make the most of my life. 